0: now more Operation Freedom with your host, Dr. Dave Janda, on Southeast Michigan's conservative powerhouse, Wham! Talk 1600. Welcome back to Operation Freedom, folks. I'm Dr. Dave Janda, broadcasting from our ancillary bunker linked to our main Freedom Bunker in the People's Republic of Ann Arbor, here every Sunday for you from 2 to 5 Eastern, also available 24-7, the Freedom Beacon of Light and truth is on for you 24 7 at davejanda.com extra shows extra content extra guests extra analysis and archives to all of our shows we hope you'll become part of our freedom family you know um my next guest uh, today's show is uh, kind of centered around the people that um that have uh, blown apart the totalitarian's narrative that exposed it, that for the past two years as they were fear mongering about their bioweapon or virus or whatever you want to call the, the, the goat rodeo we've been experiencing over the past two years, it has taken millions of people's lives all at the hands of the totalitarian thugs like Fauci and and Francis Collins, formerly the NIH, and Ralph Barrick at the University of North Carolina, and Peter Dodsek out of New York, and umpteen other individuals in the NIH, CDC, FDA, our own government, uh, China, you name it, across the board. All these individuals that are guests in our show today call out the narrative. That, that this is more than a bioweapon. This is more than a virus. This is actually all about totalitarian thug control and stripping every person, not just of our country, but the world of their freedoms and liberties. They sounded the alarm. They sounded the wake-up call and the awakening of the public, which we have seen gain significant steam over the past month. I believe the individual's including my next guest Pat Wood are the individuals that have are responsible for if you will initiating this wake up call to freedom lovers not just across the United States but across the world you know Pat Wood has been targeted by the deep state from Decades. Now, one would think, even after several weeks, let alone years, let alone a decade or two, that he would have stopped. But because of his perseverance, dedication, and sacrifice, I believe that ultimately our country and the world will be much freer and have many more liberties because of his courage. Little background on Pat. He is an author and lecturer who has studied elite globalization policy since the late 1970s when he partnered with the late, and might I add great, Anthony C. Sutton to co-author Trilaterals Over Washington. Pat remains a leading expert on the elitist Trilateral Commission, their policies and achievements in creating their self-proclaimed quote, new international economic order. An economist by education, a financial analyst and writer by profession, an American constitutionalist by choice, Pat Wood has deep historical insights into the modern attacks on sovereignty, property rights, and personal freedom, and such attacks are epitomized by the implementation of UN policies such as Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, sustainable development, smart growth, and in education, the widespread adoption of Common Core. Now, where can you find Pat and his fantastic research technocracy t e c h n o c r a c y technocracy.news and a fantastic organization citizensforfreespeech.org citizensforfreespeech.org it's my honor to welcome back my friend pat wood pat welcome back to the operation freedom platform Hi Dave, always good to be with you, and this is the place to be. Well, that's for you. So, Pat, uh, about a month ago, we did an interview for our subscribers on Insider Insight that got huge attention. And here's the interesting: we we we, labeled, we called it, we titled it uh, "Positive Headlines Ahead." Mm-hmm. Stay vigilant. Now, when some of the some folks got back to me and said, "Well," positive headlines ahead what how could that be oh we're hearing about the start of this now this was a month ago we're, we're hearing about a new variant this new uh, oh it's gonna be terrible this omicron oh it's gonna be oh oh uh, uh, well pat pat wood's been right on target for decades but i think he's gonna be wrong on this well just this week uh dr janda yeah uh, i contacted you uh right after you released that Pat Wood interview how i thought it was going to be wrong yeah i remember uh, a number of people did yeah i want to apologize will you please apologize to pat wood for me uh he was right he's right i really thought that uh he was just just no i didn't believe this positive headlines ahead thing and he goes and and a number of people co- contacted me pat and they said the same thing that that uh, you called it. And what I told them is and remembered the second part of what he said. what Pat said was positive headlines were ahead, but stay vigilant. That is the key that will take down these totalitarian thugs. your take, Pat. that's
1: that's right. Uh, you know. I hate to say when when good things happen to good people that just kind of want to live their life and stuff, they, they tend to fall into complacency. Uh, they tend to uh, kind of think, well, somebody else is going to save us, or maybe the, big, the force or something is going to save us. But those situations have always resulted in the worst destruction of liberty and freedom in our history. And, uh, I can even go back to, and I was an eyewitness of this because I was there. I can go back to the time that Ronald Reagan was elected. Uh, we came out of a horrible presidency, as bad as, almost as bad as the current one. That was Jimmy Carter and Walter Mondale. And they had almost trashed the com- country. And they, you know, people thought, man, it's over. We're done. We're, we'll be lucky to last three years beyond, you know, this. And then Reagan came in. And Reagan's appearance, on the political scene was so profound that our book sales at that time of trilaterals over Washington and our speaking engagements and our newsletter subscriptions cratered so fast and so low that we <laughs> honestly believed that our our mail was being hacked at the post office. In other words, somebody was stealing our mail. It was that radical. And during the Reagan administration all of the things that we wrote about warned about were completely put on the sideburner completely ignored uh... and meanwhile he had teamed up with one of the you know very ominous trilateral commission members at the time george w bush hw bush and uh... he kept the the whole globalization mantra alive right under our noses while ronald reagan was president the most conservative president in decades. We're at the same crossroads again, Dave. We're right back at the same place again. I think yes. we are going to see a lot of positive headlines this, uh, this month, next month, next month and conservatives are going to say, oh boy, I'm glad that's over. There's light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, you know, Better look out. Well, I'm afraid that light at the end of the tunnel is the freight train coming towards you not away from you. So we need to be vigilant. You're absolutely right.
0: Well, and, and, so let's talk about what people need to do. So, 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 where do you first of all, Pat, educate our listeners? Where do you see the positive headlines? Uh, give us a, a, where you think these positive headlines, what they're going to be over the next couple months, and then educate our listeners on how they should handle this and what they should do and and what they should potentially network to those around them.
1: You be bet. Well, I think the first thing, the most important thing that we're going to see are headlines about the midterm elections. I think there's enough sentiment already being measured that shows there's going to be a, a groundswell towards the conservative side during this midterm elections. Republicans are probably going to take back both the Senate and the House. That will put the president uh, in a very isolated position, I might add. Not possible, but isolated. And I think just the news of that is that sinks into people's heads. I think that just the news of that is going to cause them to just want to go party You say, well, it's almost as good as done. We're just going to go party. That's so that's one big thing. The other thing is sentiment has always traveled back and forth like a pendulum. Uh, it gets real bad swings one way and things are just horrible. The sky is black and nothing's going to be good. And every day is horrible. And then all of a sudden the pendulum starts to swing back the other way. This is human nature. We see it in the stock market. We see it in the economy. We see it in politics. And right now, the American public is so sick of of the narrative of the constant fear-mongering. They're burned out, absolutely burned out. And there's going to come a time when we see that pendulum swing back. I think we're at that right now. I think people are absolutely fed up about it. I watched a couple of bowl games yesterday, by the way. And I was not surprised to see, even in California at the Rose Bowl, hardly anybody was wearing a face mask. Lo and behold, the public is speaking. <laughs> you see, they said, "We've had it. We're going to the football game. We are not going to wear a face mask." Uh, Governor, you know, Governor Newsom, we don't care what you say. Uh, health authorities, we don't care what you say. We're going. Maybe they came in with a face mask. I don't know. I didn't see the ticket gate. But I'll tell you what, the stands they pictured that they panned across the stand, Stands, nope, nobody's wearing face masks up there, and they weren't wearing any face masks down on the field either. So you see, I think sentiment is already swinging, swinging back towards the middle, and it's probably going to go to the extreme in the other direction. That's just the way things work. But that doesn't mean that we should no. pull our punches or that we should lay down and just do nothing. What it means is, that it just gives an opportunity for those people that are really trying to do our nation in uh, to do it in such a way that, you know, there's no resistance to them, none at all. Right now, there's a lot of resistance. Six months from now, there might not hardly be any resistance, and that will please them to death.
0: It will. Uh, You know, I saw this in 1993 when I was uh, actively working with then-Senate Majority Leader Robert Dole in the takedown of Hillary Care. And uh, when we took it down, There were many people that were like, "Okay, well, that's over. That's good. Let's just uh, we don't have to worry about this anymore. I go, oh, no, 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 no. We what needs to happen is there needs to be a viable alternative created right now so that they don't come back with something that's even worse. And I have to say, Senator Dole was one of the very few that supported that. Okay, he'd say, you know what? Dave, Dave's not being a negative person here. He's, he's right. If, if, if we don't fill this void, there's going to be some, he could not get any support anywhere. Now, the question is, and and I I, I ran this uh, um, by a number of individuals, you know, why isn't he getting support on, on, on coming up with an alternative? And he said, Dave, you, you got to follow the money, right? The yep. m- big money behind Hillary Care was big insurance and big pharma, and unless you expose that, uh, you're not going to make any headway. Because if people fear being exposed, then well, maybe they'll start to move in your direction. Well, I want to play this clip because this clip that I'm about to play, Pat, is uh, has really um, awakened a huge number of people that were very, very um, cult-like, one would say, in their um, mindset when it came to this experimental gene therapy that is being marketed as a, quote, vaccine, end quote, of which it technically is not. I want to play this, Pat, and get your clip because it exposes something the underbelly of who's behind all this, very similar to who was behind Hillary Care about stripping people of their health care freedom, and who also was behind Obamacare, which, because that void wasn't filled when Hillary Care was taken down, Obamacare resulted, just as several of us had predicted. Derek, play this clip and we'll get Pat's take. Good morning, America, is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360 makes me want
1: to go buy Pfizer stock.
0: (laughs) Oh, no, no, never that,
1: please. (laughs) They're spending too much money on media. Maybe I will short Pfizer stock.
0: There you go. Now we're talking. (laughs) This is, you know, this really is
1: over the top, and it's so transparent. It's just amazing. More people don't get it. Uh, But that part of our government that deals with, with health issues, has been completely taken over by Big Pharma over the last 30, say, 30, 40 years, completely. Agree. And it's been a revolving door for decades now, where top executives from companies like Pfizer move Mm -hmm. in and out of government agencies designed to protect our health. They've taken it over, and they're not only ignorant, well, not ignorant, they're, they're turning their back on the health of the American people. And they're actually promoting drugs and policies
0: that will harm the American people. That's where we are today. Well, let's. it's interesting you bring that up because the FDA uh, had a recent hearing about the jab as it relates to kids. And there's this guy on the FDA panel by the name of and I won't even put Doc in front of his name because it's just an outrage of, of what this guy said and did. But he was speaking about... Uh, allowing experimental use authorization for this jab on kids when the only studies they had lasted either two months or two weeks. This is another clip that has awakened folks. And and we might as well say before this clip when it when, about this guy, Ruben, who, by the way, also sits on the editorial board of the New England Journal of Medicine. Uh, which is nothing more than a big pharma rag, Uh, we might as well say before we play this clip, brought to you by Pfizer. Derek, hit it. We're never going to learn about how safe the vaccine is unless we start giving it. Um, That's just the way it goes. We're never going to learn how safe this vaccine is until we start giving it. It's just the way it goes. It's exactly as you said, Pat how Big Pharma has bought and paid for all these individuals, underline all, all these individuals in the government that has put people in harm's way. Mm -hmm.
1: Yep, absolutely. That that, that harkens back to uh, when Obamacare was passed. And I can just vividly remember Nancy Pelosi standing up and virtually screaming at Congress, who had not read the bill, I think there was maybe one or two people that actually skimmed through the entire, what what, what was it, 1,800 or 1,200 pages or something, Obamacare,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and she was screaming it almost at the top of her lungs. She said, you're just going to have to pass it to see what's in it. And what an oxymoronic statement. You're going to have to pass it to see, we're about we're about to change the whole nature of health care in America, and you don't know what it is, but well, you're just going to have to pass it and make it law, and then... You'll find out what it's all about. It's the same mentality that we see today with experimentation on kids. Who, in their right mind in history, ever experimented with children with experimental uh, medicine or drugs? The only time I can think back to where that was institutionalized was Nazi Germany.
0: That's right.
1: And they used the same logic, the same logic. It's true. You'll have to test it to find out. How can we find out unless we test it? It's insane. These people should be brought up on criminal charges. Really, they should.
0: Well, speaking of that, uh, Robert Malone, the inventor of the mRNA technology for uh, the platform for Pfizer and Moderna, who's been an outspoken critic of the jabs, was on with Rogan this week. I played this clip before, but we should play it again and get your take. Here's what he said, Derek. Hit it. Our government is out of control on this. And they are lawless. They completely disregard bioethics. They completely disregard the federal common rule. They have broken all the rules that I know of, that I've been trained on for years and years and years. These mandates of an experimental vaccine are explicitly illegal. They are explicitly inconsistent with the Nuremberg Code. They're explicitly inconsistent with the Belmont report. They are flat out illegal and they don't care. And the only thing standing between us, and it's too late for many of our colleagues, including my, you know, the unfortunate colleagues in the DOD, hopefully we're going to be able to stop them before they take our kids. Pat, your take? Yeah,
1: they're they're taking our kids, aren't they? Well, he is right. Um, You know, this isn't violation. I'm glad he mentions the word lawless. Mm-hmm. Because that's something I've been talking about for some time. Distinguishing uh, between lawless, lawlessness, and being a lawbreaker. A lawbreaker is one who is culpable before the law. In other words, they recognize, acknowledge that there is a legal system, that there there are laws, and that they have to abide by them in this society. A lawbreaker is somebody who speeds down the street at uh, you know 50 in a 25 zone, gets a speeding ticket. He's a lawbreaker. The people that are inhabiting. Congress, much of Congress today, and much of the White House, much of administration uh, are lawless in the sense that they are abandoning Mm -hmm. all of the legal statutes and codes and stuff that we've developed over 200-plus years. And they're simply acting uh, in a way that suits them. It has nothing to do with the law. They're, They're lawless. They absolutely don't care. You can prosecute them, but they still don't care. They just shrug their shoulders and say, "Yeah, you know, you're, you, you're, you're, you're punishing me, but I don't acknowledge your law. I have nothing to do with your law. So I'm basically a political, political prisoner. Uh, this is going to continue. This lawlessness is going to continue until lawful people beat it back into oblivion. And I say this because tyranny never retreats. That's why... After you got done with Hillary Care, Mm -hmm. Obamacare came back as something that was six times worse, probably. True. You got rid of that, and now, well, sort of, (laughs) some of it. And now we're back with the worst situation that that would just make people beg to get back to simple Obamacare 10 years ago. (laughs) Just, you know, it's gone from bad to worse to worse every time. The reason it has gotten worse is because nobody forcefully polished off tyranny when they had the opportunity to do so. They had tyranny on the retreat, yep, and they didn't kill it. They didn't completely obliterate it, and it just kept coming back. And I have to say, that is going to be the story of our future. Unless some generation or some group of people say once and for all, We're going to take you down. We're going to tie you up. We're going to throw you into the ocean and you're never going to come back on our country again. Period. No tyranny for us. It's the only way you're going to get rid of it. Complete victory over it.
0: Pat, I'd like to thank you for your tireless efforts, courageous efforts over the past five decades, six decades. You have truly not just outed the deep state. You've engaged them in hand-to-hand combat 24-7, and every American's freedoms and liberties are enhanced because of your efforts. Folks, you can get more information about Pat Wood and all of his activities, technocracy.news and citizensforfreespeech.org. Folks, you're listening to Operation Freedom. I'm Dr. Dave Janda, broadcasting from our ancillary bunker linked to our main Freedom Bunker in the People's Republic of Anaheim.